the Spurs 2023 preseason schedule is out. And who can possibly be the new Spurs rivals? You are Locked On Spurs, your daily San Antonio Spurs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody, this is Nathan Ray Clark from Criminal Minds and Modern Family, and you are listening to Locked On Spurs, hosted by Victor Wimbiana's new best friend, Jeff Garcia. Welcome back to Locked On Spurs, right here on the Locked On NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, Spurs writer for Ken's 5 San Antonio. I am glad to have you back. Hope you're having a great uh, end of the work week, TGIF. We thank you for always making Locked On Spurs your first listen each and every day. You guys are the best. You guys are the everydayers. We always appreciate you subscribing on YouTube, Ken's 5 Plus app, iTunes, Spotify. The list goes on and on. We thank you. Hey, hey, no tech issues. Last episode, we had major tech issues. It was so bad. We had to resort to audio, but we're back with a video episode for you right here on Lockdown Spurs. What are we talking about today? We're looking at the Spurs preseason slate. Find out who the Spurs will be tuning up against for the regular season. What games should you go to and why? And then we're going to get into kind of a meaty topic here who which teams can be the new spurs rivals there's new there's kind of rules to these this game we're gonna play in a bit um but yeah and uh, by the way our guest today is gonna be joe garcia of two shots podcast so we'll bring him in in just a few seconds hey so preseason's right around the corner fans are gearing up you probably got a wimby jersey by now something wimby something spurs yeah it's exciting times exciting times you know, I, I look back at this Wimby era that's about to begin. I look back how it all began, and that being, you know, Brian Wright. You know, you know, a lot, a lot of Spurs fans that uh, didn't just take a shine to him initially. Oh, look what he did in Detroit. It was nothing. Look, look what has he done so far? He's he's just R.C. Buford's uh, puppet. But little by little, he's starting to prove himself. Little by little, he's looking like maybe the game plan, that long game uh, play, is working out. The Spurs, 19 national games, thanks to Wemby. How did the Spurs get to Wemby? By tanking. How did they also get that? Uh, building a team possibly around him by making trades. DeJounte Murray, Derek White, the list goes on and on. Cap space. Spurs have one of the best, or at least the best amount of cap space they can play with, thanks to Brian Wright. Sure, you know, he had some help along the way. Maybe there were some pitfalls along the way. Josh Primo, that's probably the big one. But all in all, not a bad start to the Wimbayama era because of Brian Wright. Say what you will, and I know there's a lot. There's a lot of naysayers about him, especially from Spurs land. But the proof is in the pudding. He's low key do making it happen. Uh, you know, trading away guys like Drew Eubanks and Thaddeus Young for first round picks, getting over on Atlanta, getting all that haul back. The Spurs are set, set for the long game, and. That long game being, can they bring in free agents? Yeah, because they have the cash. Can they make a trade on trade day to move up? Yes, because they have tra- draft capital. Can they flip players for more established players? They sure can because they have team-friendly contracts. That, that you know, somebody had a big hand on that, and that's Brian Wright. So as much as we're going to praise the Spurs and Wemby and Pop and that, you know, in the shadows uh, is somebody who's really being the architect of this new uh, era in San Antonio. R.C. Buford had his time, did a bang-up job, big three, finding Tony Parker. We know that story. Now it's Brian Wright's time. Now we're entering the new chapter, and it looks like he's off on the right foot. So if you are a fan of Brian Wright, a uh, little round of applause for him. But it's going to bring in our guest. He is Joe Garcia of Two Shots Podcast. 
He is the architect of Two Shots Podcast and uh, the Animal uh, Sports Podcast that's on YouTube. By the way, Joe, remember that microphone you recommended to me? Yeah. Uh, yeah, broke. Broke. So that's I just have to hold it. Doesn't surprise me that it broke. You you have a, a knack for being, you know, I guess this guy that does not get along with technology. So Me and tech do not get along. And then the last uh, you had i believe that one too it broke it you had it in your bag or during the move yeah 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 well then the last episode of lockdown spurs it was a disaster like nothing was working nothing you know it got to the point where um we the guest and i we tried multiple versions to do this you know we couldn't get it going so i had to resort to audio but good thing is just it's just off season still so it's no big whoop but everything is smooth sailing as i jinxed myself now joe so forgive me everybody if i'm holding the mic close because this part still works it's just the stand don't work so joe thank you for coming on lockdown spurs at the last minute filling in for vinnie vincetta who's originally scheduled for today but he got sick and joe was coming in also, Joe, I think you may have jinxed Vinny because yesterday you said, hey, if Vinny doesn't come on, I'm your guy so we can try to three-peat and get it on national news. So, Joe, yeah. the pressure is on. Can we do it three in a row? We'll see, man. You know, and I'm going to tell Vinny, I'm going to send a message to him, just like Master Yoda said to, to Luke, this is why you fail. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he's sick. He he legitimately got, got the flea. He actually uh, dipped out of uh, covering some high school football. Oh, so, uh, he's, poor guy, he's, man. Yeah, he got sick. Yeah, I hope he gets better. But, Joe, uh, we'll talk about your show, Two Shots Podcast, and the Animal Sports Podcast on YouTube later on on this episode of Lockdown Spurs. Joe, let's dive into the Spurs preseason schedule. I believe they have five games. They're going to start off on the road, I believe, against Oklahoma City. What are the teams the Spurs are going to be uh, facing this preseason slate? Well, on the preseason docket, you got five games, and you well, yeah, you have five games. You have three of those games that are going to be on national TV. So October the ninth, they're going to kick it off against OKC at seven p.m. on NBA TV. October the thirteenth versus Miami, seven p.m. That's going to be on TNT. Right. But the games that are going to be occurring on six on the October sixteenth and the eighteenth, they are slated for a seven p.m. tip. They're not on national TV, which me leads me to believe. They're probably going to be televised. They're not non-televised games. You're going to have to go ahead and watch them on the Spurs app. And have <laughs> Your to go favorite. That horrible, quirky favorite. nonsense, dude. I don't know what they're doing, but that is not working. Just put it on the CW. Put it on Ken's 5. Yeah. The Ken's or 5 stream it. Or just stream it. Yeah, like just, just stream it for free. Put it on YouTube. They have a YouTube channel. Just put it up on YouTube for free. And the yeah. last game is October the 20th against Golden State. That's a late tip, 9 p.m. That's going to be on NBA TV. So your best friend here is going to be NBA TV because yeah, NBA yeah. TV is also going to be showing a handful of games as well during the regular season because mm -hmm. the Spurs have 19 yeah, uh, yeah. nationally televised games. So yeah. that's going to be a good thing. For sure. But as far as the preseason goes, yeah, talk about the Wimby effect right there. Uh, preseason national televised really? games, that is pretty huge for a preseason match. And, Joe, when I looked at the uh, preseason slate, and I saw OKC to start the preseason. My first thought was, wow, they're really going to shove it. You know, Wimby versus <laughs> uh, Chet. They're really going to push that agenda. And they're going to do it right on the right foot to start the preseason slate. You, you know, as much as uh, the uh, the game against OKC is going to be fun to watch because of, you know, what they're trying to form, the, the rivalry. You know, I'm actually looking forward to those two Houston games back to back. Joe, this offseason, Spurs fans and Houston fans have been battling, haven't they? Oh, man, there's no love lost there between None. the San Antonio Spurs fans and the Houston fans. Houston fans crossed the line when they started talking about our city. 
we hadn't even brought their city into the non into the <laughs> into the fray, you know. But once they started badmouthing right. the city, all the gloves came off, and there was some serious mud slinging going on. So there, <laughs> it's a heated rivalry, and it doesn't even have nothing to do with the teams at this juncture. Yeah, it's yeah. fan versus fan. It, it's gotten sure personal. It's, it's definitely gotten gotten very personal. personal. I, I'm sure that Twitter is going to be lit up on those two games oh, because yes. they're going to be going back and forth the yeah. entire game. So much for meaningless basketball in the preseason because the preseason is just all about getting in shape, fine-tuning things, getting as close to ready as you can be for the start of the regular season. But it's interesting, though, the Houston and San Antonio uh, Spurs, both teams kind of going in similar directions, you know, a rebuild, um, amassing talent via the draft. Houston's had a bevy of first-round, top first-round picks. Uh, Alfred Sangoon this year, uh, one of the Thompson brothers is going out there. So they're really getting it going. They're trying to put something together. Got Ime Udoka, uh, you know, Jalen Green. The list goes on and on. A very, on paper, a good team, but so far it really hasn't panned out. So I think those two games, Houston and San Antonio, are going to be very heated. Hey, we're not done talking about your preseason slate. When we get back, we're going to continue the chat about the preseason. Uh, which game is Joe going to go to and why? Much more right here on Locked on Spurs. Hey, I want to talk to you about FanDuel. Take your first swing at betting MLB on FanDuel and get 10 times, you heard that right, 10 times your first bet amount in bonus bets up to $200. It's a lot of money. That's right. Just bet 20 bucks and you'll land $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. Check it out. That's $200 you can spend betting from everything from the money line uh, to the over and under uh, to who you think is going to be the first home run. All on an app that's safe, secure, super easy to use. Plus, when you win, you get paid instantly. I mean, what more can you want? Well, there's no better place to bet on MLB than on FanDuel, America's number one sports book. I go there. I love that looking at their NBA futures, uh, their 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 the projections on the Spurs and Wimby. It's all there. You got to go to FanDuel right now. Sign up today. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOnNBA and get up to $200 in bonus bets. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOnNBA. FanDuel, the official partner of Major League Baseball. And we are back right here on Locked On Spurs. I am Jeff Garcia, Spurs writer for Ken's Five San Antonio. He is Joe Garcia rocking the favorite cap that I love, the Coyote cap. Is that the one in? Or no, that's a sticker. No, this is the Coyote cap. That this, is the cap. That's not a sticker. This is actually like okay, I see embroidered it. it on the on the hat itself. No, nice, nice. Why well, don't remember you having one that was more centered? Yeah, that's another one that I have. Okay. It's an older one. Uh, right. That one is uh that one's been retired, bro. Because. It, it's really frail at this juncture. I'm not going to wear it anymore. Yeah. Well, you can follow Joe on Twitter at Two Shots Podcast. Check out his show, Two Shots Podcast, and the YouTube show, Animal Sports Podcast. He'll yeah, talk it's about called Animal City Sportscast. There it is right there. He's going to talk to you about that and more right here on Locked on Spurs. Joe, let's uh, wrap up our chat about the preseason slate. Are you going to go to any of the games? Which ones do you want to go to, and uh, why do you want to go to those games? Well, the ones that I'm going to probably wind up going to are the ones that my yeah, package, you know, my my whole uh, season That's ticket. Right. You, you call me money bags. Money. Look at you, Mr. I have season tickets. So my my ticket rep is going to be sending me, I guess, the tickets. Just oh, like they, they all are assigned to. You have a, a ticket rep. I see how you are, Joe. Yeah, I see how so it is. I think the ones that I'm going to wind up going to is probably going to be, I think, the Miami game. Yeah. And 
probably one or two, one or two of the Houston games as well. Yeah, yeah for sure. For yeah. sure. Yeah, you want to go to one of the Houston games if you're a Spurs fan just to see or test the waters of the rivalry. How how heated is it right now? Uh, you know, that infamous video where the Rockets lost the uh, draft lottery to San Antonio and the guy goes, F and Spurs, I knew it. Oh, he's a F and Spurs. So uh, that adds more fuel to the fire. No, unfortunately, you, you know, I'm probably not going to go to Spurs OKC, but I want to see Spurs OKC. I want to see Chet and Wemby. I want to see if this is the new rivalry that the NBA is trying to shove down our throat. And it might turn out that way. In the debate of the rookie of the year, many are saying it's going to be Wemby. It's going to be Chet. It's really, that's what the most the majority of the opinion is, Joe, is Chet or Wemby. And you know what, Joe? They're right. I think it'd probably come down to those two. What do you think? Unless you have a dark horse. Well, the dark horses that I have here, I mean, when I'm looking, I mean, on paper, like you said, you know, you have the normal, you have Houston, of course, you know, another rival. But the ones that we don't really talk much about, it's going to be like your Portland Trailblazers. Oh, no, no. Well, well, because of Scoot Henderson, right? I mean, that's he's the dark horse of the the rookie of the year award. Uh, But do you you think it's going to come down to Chet and Wimby? I think it will come down to Chet and Wemby, and that's what I was going to get at as well because you don't really look at OKC nowadays as one of those teams that screams at you, oh, this is a heated rivalry between the Spurs. But I think that's about to kick back up again. It was a heated rivalry when they had Russell Westbrook, when they had Kevin Durant, they had James Harden. Um, Those were heated games that – in heated playoff games, you know, that the Spurs would go in uh, to battle with, with with Oklahoma City Thunder. But now, since you know things have died down a little bit, then both teams haven't been very good. Now, with the advent of one Chet Holmgren uh, coming into the fray, now and going to be playing this year, uh, this season because he's healthy, mm-hmm. I think that's going to be one of those games or one of these teams yeah, that yeah. Spurs fans are going to be like, "Hey, yeah. we don't really like OKC because they're taking some shine away from right. Victor Wembanyama." So, I think that's going to be a rivalry you really want to keep an eye on. Yeah, and Joe's teasing you a little bit about the next segment that we're going to talk about, new Spurs rivalry. Right now, we're talking about the Spurs preseason games. Uh, five on the slate. Yeah. Uh, nationally te- televised games. If we talk about that, Joe, you know, you look at that, I mean, they're getting respect because of the Wemby effect. You oh, know, yeah. He is there, so they're going to want to put him front and center as much they being the NBA. Uh, you know, I look at the preseason match. Again, what I'm expecting to see is a lot of, you know, clunky moments. You know, getting Wimby integrated, getting the his teammates and him play. How much playing time you think he's going to get? Oh, I think he'll get quite a bit. But now, I'm not saying they're going to play four quarters and you know all 48 minutes. I'm predicting about 15 to 20, 18 to 25 in that range, just to get him going. You'll likely he'll probably play. It'll be like this. He'll he'll his minutes will spike. It'll be very low against OKC, and then kind of spike as we get closer to the start of the regular season, the end of the uh, preseason. So, yeah, there's your preseason slate. Uh, let us know which games you're going to go to. You can let me know on Twitter at Jeff G. Spurs. Don't look Joe, let Joe know on Twitter at Two Shots Podcast. Uh, when we get back, we're going to talk about new rivalries. Could OKC be one of them? We'll give you the rules when we get back right here on Lockdown Spurs with Joe Garcia. But, Joe, we got to talk about Mud Slingers drive through Coffee. My goodness, they are just blowing up day by day. If you haven't gone to Muslinger's drive through Coffee, you got to go right now. Located at 2404 Thousand Oaks Drive, uh, that's near the Estonic area. Over 300 five-star reviews cannot be wrong. Uh, open every day, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. You can go in and get yourself the Alien. Joe, have you had the Alien yet? Have not had the Alien yet, but I do plan on 
partaking of the alien to see what it tastes like. Oh, yeah, for sure. Basically, the alien, if you can't figure it out, it's, a, it's an honor and tribute of Victor Wimbayama. Full can of Red Bull, uh, green apple, and kiwi. Very good mixture. you got to try it. They also have the OG OJ. Now, I know, Joe, you've had that one, right? That one I have had. I like that one. That one's good. Yeah. Did it remind you of Orange Julius? Yeah, from back in the day at uh, Ingram Mall. Yeah, it sure did. That's right. The Orange Julius is back, but not really in the same fashion, but it's recreated at Muslingers, only at Muslingers. Go check it out. They got a wide, wide variety of drinks, dairy alternatives, uh, low-fat drinks. They have, uh, well, the OG OJ, if you want to take it easy, not a lot of caffeine. They have the Red Bull Lightning Infused Series, really good series. That's one of my favorites. They even have the Muslinger Signature Drink. Dark chocolate, caramel, espresso is just really good. You got to go right now and get it. 2404,000 Oaks Drive. They also have a new drink called the Sub Zero Joe. That's been their biggest hit recently. Basically, UTSA's Frank Harris is on board now with Muslingers, and they made a drink in his honor. It's called the Sub Zero. Uh, a lot of, I think all of San Antonio was pretty excited for the Sub Zero, weren't they, Joe? Oh, yeah. The Sub Zero is always something that San Antonio fans are getting up for, especially. Mm -hmm. If it has to do with UTSA football, oh, especially sure. with Frank Harris. Funny story, how that all started was uh, they, they being the Muslingers, uh, were trying to you know play around with Patty Mills, luring him back to San Antonio, saying, hey, if you come back, we'll name a drink after you. We'll make one after you. Frank Harris saw that and wanted to be a part of that kind of thing. And the, and the Muslingers were like, hell yeah, we'll get you on board. So he's on board. And again, you can find that drink only at Muslingers drive through Coffee. You can find them on threads, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. The list goes on and on at Muslinger SATX 2404,000 Oaks Drive. I go there. Joe goes there. All of San Antonio goes there. You should go there too. Life is too short for bland coffee. All right, Joe, it's going to wrap up our chat and play a game called Who Are the New Spurs Rivals? Now, this is very simple, Joe. So, everybody else, listen up. Which teams next season could be the new Spurs rivals? The rule is you cannot pick the easy ones. So you cannot pick the Lakers. You can't pick the Rockets. You can't pick the Mavericks. That's too easy. Which teams could be the new Spurs rival? Joe, take it away. Are you still going with OKC as you said in the previous segment, or are you going to pick another team? I think OKC is going to be one of those rivals okay. um, that you can go ahead and just pick right away. But okay. another one, like I was saying, was going to probably be Portland. Yeah, And the other low-key that's really been kind of these, uh, a rivalry, mm -hmm. so to speak, in the making is going to be the New Orleans Pelicans. Yeah, Good The New Orleans right. Pelicans knocked the Spurs out a couple seasons mm -hmm. ago out of the play-in. And every time yeah. the, the Spurs play the Pelicans, it doesn't end well for, for the San Antonio Spurs. Yeah. More than not, you know. So I think that's a game that Spurs fans are going to really start looking at, you know, and hoping that the Spurs can best the New Orleans Pelicans, like me, you know? So yeah, uh, I think that's going to probably turn into a rivalry. Another one, too, uh, that doesn't, it's not really a rivalry, but, you know, for some reason, the Spurs seem to have a little bit of trouble with this team is going to be the Minnesota Timberwolves. Okay. Yeah. So I think the Timberwolves, too, are a team that you can look at and be like, okay, well, let, let's see what happens. Let's yeah, see how yeah. good they're going to be. But one of the teams, though, that low-key has been a rival of the Spurs over the last couple of seasons the Sacramento Kings, Jeff, mm -hmm. low key, they have been adding and adding and adding to their team. And they've been adding some of the Spurs castoffs mm -hmm. to their team, you know? So I think that's a rivalry rivalry in the making. I think at some juncture, if the Spurs are going to make it, let's say, into the playoffs or even further into the playoffs, I think they're going to have to get through the Sacramento Kings at some point. Interesting. Joe, Joe, at this rate, you're pretty much picking every team, right? 
No, how many teams in a row? Like five or eight. Up at you're me. like you're like it's a dart. It's like okay, one of them is going to stick. You know, all good picks. You know, the one that maybe I kind of disagree. I don't think Minnesota is there. Uh, that's the one team I don't think I will become a rival of the Spurs, a new rival. They I are. Agree, I agree with you with the Pelicans for sure. Yeah. Um, the Kings that that was on my short list too. I think the Kings could possibly be one, but I'm going to throw you one. I'm going to go with the new Spurs rival, that being Memphis Grizzlies. Um, both young teams, both now have a star franchise player. Yes, I know about the John Moran situation, but you talked about Spurs infusion or uh, you know the DNA. The Memphis has that Spurs DNA too, Tyler Jenkins. So they got the head coach who has Spurs roots. They're an interdivisional uh, team in the Southwest Division. They could be battling for Southwest Division supremacy in the future once Wimby and the kids get going and if John Rands just stays out of trouble. I'm going to go with the Memphis Grizzlies. You know, Jaron Jackson Jr., there's another thread right there to the Spurs. His dad, Jaron Jackson, played for the Spurs. So I'm picking Memphis. Joe, your thoughts? Well, Memphis isn't a, a bad pick, you know, to make, but – Again, are they really a rivalry with the Spurs? No, I say these. What 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 teams could possibly be the next yeah. rival? Not currently. Yeah, I get be that. The next, yeah. But I I think the Spurs are still maybe a couple seasons away from even thinking yeah. about becoming a rival with the Memphis Grizzlies because Rem- Memphis right now they're just gonna mop the floor with the Spurs. They just don't have yeah. the same level of talent that Memphis does right now. There's a big discrepancy when you're looking at not right. only talent but experience. You know, For so. Sure. There you go. You know, the Spurs are going to probably get there sooner than not, and maybe another two or three seasons. But, yeah, I can see that flourishing at some point in time where you're going to have these heated battles going into the playoffs or wanting to go further into the playoffs. And, again, I think the teams are going to be Sacramento and probably going to be the Memphis Grizzlies at some juncture as well. I'm trying to think of an Eastern Conference team. The only I can think of is Atlanta because of DeJounte. Yeah. You know, perhaps that may the be Miami the, Heat too, man. Miami. Yeah, Miami is years ahead of the Spurs. I, yeah, I think, man. you know, they're talking about mopping uh, mopping against the Spurs. I think that that's probably it right there. Another Eastern Conference team I can probably – maybe Orlando. I can see that becoming one. Maybe not right now, just flourishing into one. Uh, that could possibly be one. Uh, Paolo Vanchero. Uh, you got Wimby, you know, uh, influx of new generational players uh, possibly with Wimby if he does pan out. So that's another Eastern Conference team I'm going to keep an eye out for. But, Joe, speaking of Wimby, some quick Spurs news and notes. Joe, I found, I heard you spent over $67,000 for a Wimby Yama card. Congratulations, Joe. Good job. I didn't, but somebody – Oh, you didn't? Oh, I thought you did. Somebody had a thing they wanted me to <laughs> tell me because I was in a chat right now with Chris Leha and all, the, all of them. Uh, mm-hmm. They were doing a Twitter spaces. So they were saying – one of the guys says, tell Je- Jeff about the uh, Prism card. I think he was saying that maybe it's one of the guys that came out as a guest that maybe drew uh, a Wemby card. Oh yeah, Jacob. Yeah, yeah. He he got he got a base Wemby card from the Bowman University line. But 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 going back to the topic here, yeah. In case you didn't hear, uh, at a golden auction, uh, a Wemby Yama card, supposedly the first ever card he's ever signed in his Mets '92 jersey, sold online at an auction over $67,000. These things, these cards are going like hotcakes, Joe. I mean, people are spending top dollar. And if he does pan out to become that generational player, you might, that guy might look back and say, I'm glad I spent 67 k and now maybe he doubled it. You know, you never know. Yeah. So but Here's uh, the kicker with that, Jeff. Rudy, I had him on the show earlier today yeah. on the Alamo City Sportscast, 
And he was uh, very specific in pointing out that in that particular cart that went for 67,000, Wembyama was not in a Spurs. Year. Right, right. Yeah, he was he in the Mets. Mets 92. Yeah. So the thing is, what happens when finally the season starts and Wembyama yeah. is now going to be featured in a Spurs uniform right. and people are going to look more maybe towards that rookie card with him in the Spurs jersey versus right. the Mets 92. So well, who knows? If, that's a big gamble, you know? Right. Wait, well, well, if a Spurs jersey card Wemby thing, you know, sells for that kind of money, it has to be what we saw with that golden um, auction, the 67,000 one. That one was a one of one. The way they designed it had like a reflections on it and it was his signature and supposedly his first ever. So that's why, you know, so maybe in the, in, a, in a Spurs jersey, it'll have to be a special card, you know, with a different layout and his signature saying, my first Spurs card I ever signed, something to that effect. Then it'll reach to those kind of levels. Oh, by the way, grading, he's got to get a perfect 10 for that to happen. So there's so many things that go into it. But Joe, would you ever spend that kind of amount of money for any sports memorabilia? No, I wouldn't spend that much money on, on any sports memorabilia. I wouldn't even spend a couple of thousand on sports memorabilia. I'd rather invest that money and make me more money in the long run. Joe, business I, need man, look, Joe. I need to look forward to a retirement, man. And you're going to tell me that when you're going <laughs> to get close to retirement, you're going to be able to retire off of one card that you got. And yeah, I don't know yeah. if the value is going to hold up that long. And that's the thing with sports memorabilia. When it's hot, it's hot. You get a hot streak. You want to go ahead and try to sell high versus trying to sell low. Right. Yeah, exactly. He is Joe Garcia of Two Shots Podcast and a new show on YouTube. Joe, tell us about that and what you got cooking. Yeah. So the new show that we got going on is called the Alamo City Sportscast, and it's going to be featured on our YouTube channel, which is part of the Alamo City Podcast Network. It's our flagship show. It comes out Mondays through Fridays from 12 to 1. Jeff, you are a, fre a frequent guest yes, sir, on the yes, show, along, along with another healthy dose of of other regulars and right. you know it's a lot of fun we talk about sports we talk about pop culture and we talk about entertainment we get into geek talk when when jeff joins the show as well oh yeah yeah i gave everybody a lesson recently on GoBots, like how they started and what and, you know and all this stuff yeah exactly they turned it, it was supposed to be a debate about transforming versus GoBots, but it turned into a an educational seminar about the nerdiest thing you could think of GoBots. so joe yeah he does a good job uh as he mentioned you know uh, uh you know, on YouTube, uh, uh, they have another show. I think it's called the uh, Fantasy Gods. That's part yeah, of their network as well. Mm -hmm. So uh, they're growing little by little. Check out Joe on Twitter at Two Shots Podcast. And uh, from there, you can see the links. And I believe you broadcast the, the YouTube show on Twitter, correct? Yeah, the, the show comes out. on. We live stream on Twitter. We live stream on Facebook, YouTube, and also I'm live streaming on LinkedIn as well. Okay. So I hope to pick up a couple more as well as we start expanding a little bit more. So we might be featured on Twitch and probably Trovo and some other places. Joe, hopefully we'll make it three in a row. National. <laughs> hopefully, We're across some fingers. Cross your fingers. Joe and I, the last two shows he and I did have been on national news. We'll see if this is the third one. Crossing fingers, you know, good things come in three, Joe. So hopefully this will be a nice home run. Hey, we're done talking. We want to hear from you. You can let Joe know your thoughts on his thoughts on this episode at Two Shots Podcast. You can let me know on Twitter at Jeff G Spurs Zone. Subscribe to Lockdown Spurs wherever you get your favorite podcast. Google Play, Citra, iTunes, Kids, Five Plus app. The list goes on and on. And we thank and you. And I was going to say one more thing. What's that? Before we end, I said, if I make it three for three, I'm going to start having to charge to come out on. Oh, on man. <laughs> man. Look at Joe. 
and y'all call me money. And y'all call me money bags. Look who's looking for money right now. An orange Julius is what it'll cost you for much. All right, I think I can afford that. <laughs> All right. Uh, so as I go get my orange Julius for Joe, uh, he is Joe Garcia. I am Jeff Garcia. We're going to put a lock on this episode of Locked on Spurs. 